Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everyone. <laughs> still here, still New Year, still waiting for things to get back to normal on the CX. Hands up, who's going? There's really not that many jobs on there at the moment. Hands up, who's only doing one job a day when they should be doing two or three? Hands up, who doesn't really actually mind going home early because they're quite enjoying the rest? Yeah, my bank's not so keen about that one. But um, I'll get back to them. I've got to do a speed awareness course on Monday. 35 minor, 30 minor, as I'm dreaming going into a village, mobile speed camera, which is one advantage. We have a Google Maps now. Doesn't have flags those sensible people that are stopping us from speeding. <laughs> yeah, what it is, what it is. It's just a matter of me getting back into it. But And also, only one video this week. I've been making a lot of video for the circuit mob. You know, I do ones for the circuit channel. Done a few of those. I will do a link you to the channel. There's a few ones coming up quite interesting. What I think is going to happen in the um, the courier business 2022. Uh, yeah, they've come up with a few decent ideas. It's much more aimed at your multi-drop driver. Oh, and with that in mind, I'm going to do multi-drop monthly this week. If anyone's got any ideas or things that they want answered or questions or just stories they want to share about the multi-drop, you could do me a favour because it helps me to help them and they help me, support me. So I, it's kind of, it's a symbiosis, down the line thing. Big fish, little fish, cardboard box. That doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, <laughs> Sunday Q&A. Right, the intro, we've got sort of, um, firstly, I want to say a big thank you to Teddy Gass, who has been watching all the videos from the beginning. I feel for you, my friend. I also feel for anybody who's like, if you're lying in bed watching, I feel for your wife. <laughs> or significant other, uh, because Daniel always used to say, Daniel, the um, uh, superhero um, transport manager, said, my wife has no idea what you look like, but she knows exactly what you sound like because I sit in bed watching your videos. Guys, I appreciate it, but a bit of consideration for the other half here, you know, kind of. Um, um, and also, on the subject of the T-shirts, um, uh, after horror podcast film says last nice last exits nowhere t-shirt one of my favorite films too that's the lewis and clark that's my favorite last exit nowhere t-shirt they don't make anymore this is a new one baltimore state hospital think um 
films involving mental hospitals. It's not One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is my wife's guess. I'll tell you the answer at the end if I remember. That's if you haven't got it already. Films featuring, thrillers featuring, thriller stroke horrors featuring a mental state hospital in Baltimore. Give you a minute. Right, and also London Creative. Hello, Nick. He's out there. I talk to him all the time. He's lovely. And he's got his own channel over there, London Creative. If you get the chance to have a look, it's kind of very alternative, but everyone loves a subscriber. Um, he said, Pete the Experiment Recipe Maker. That's to do with the tea coffee thing. We'll come on to that. He said, there's nothing like being prepared for your supplementary segment. Hold on a minute. I'll just get the milk. Yeah, I decided to wander off camera. I thought it was more authentic, mate. You know, people like a bit of normal, I think. Well, probably the wrong place for that. And normally far off the mark here. Anyway, January on the CX we are now. And January on the CX, what's it like, January on the CX? Um, uh, Steve at SDC Services says, January, February, so I don't take a wage. I just work part-time to cover the bills and keep my mind busy. Um, I'm pretty sad in the fact that I like my job. Chin up and keep smiling. Steve, I like my job. I don't love my job. But I like my job, and I consider myself incredibly lucky to have a job I like, because a lot of people have jobs that they hate, and I'm in the same kind of boat. I'm doing one job a day, which is not enough to get me anywhere near forward. In fact, I'm probably slipping slowly backwards, but only very slowly. But it's enough to keep, you know, keep the wall from the door. And I know in a, in a week or two's time, it, I'm hoping it'll all kick back into gear, and they'll get me a down and boom, all the way through to December again, like, you know. Um... Julian Rowe says, lots of jokers on the CX trying to charge high rates at the moment. Julian, that surprises me. Because I know that when, I, when I'm when i looking at jobs, and if, I, if there's four or five jobs on there which I can do, I will put in a higher price. If there's only one or two jobs, and they're only pinging up once every 20 minutes rather than once every five minutes, I go low. Because I wanted to make sure that I get that job. So uh, that does surprise me, my friend. If anything, we've slightly dropped our prices to be more competitive in January to make sure that we can secure me and the driver. Well, I, I've dropped mine and um, the officers dropped theirs to make sure that we, it's getting tough. Some of the drivers have been sitting there for like four hours, five hours waiting for the first job. They might not get their first job and be at the yard at eight. They might not get their first job till one, one job and go home. So it covers the X's for the day, covers the bills, covers the diesel, covers the lorry. doesn't make any money, but it's not good for the drivers either. They hate it, particularly Harry. He hates hanging around. So I've had Harry, hopefully we'll be out of this soon. Hopefully we will. There we go. Um, Paul Harrison says, uh, yeah, January and payments take, uh, and last year's payments take at least an extra week. You know the score with the payments. You can normally ring them up. You can work out who's a time waster, who's not. But there will be a lull because everything's been shut for a week. And even even those, there'll be the genuine people to go, look, it's going to take me a week more, more to process it. We've been shut. And they're going to be the people that use it as an excuse. And you have to work out a difference between the two. Um, UY, he says, I, and he's on the subject again. He says, I get, I get crazy if I get paid late. No one likes being paid late, my friend. You know, there are things that you can do to ensure that you get paid and you get paid on time. I have done a video in the past on this one. Hopefully there might be a few tips to help you there. Not sure. Uh, then the fair is Steve Campbell. Um, take on January. He says, I adapt and go where the work is. 
Uh, but never yodel again. <laughs> he says, I work Christmas Eve till uh, 2nd of January delivering takeaways. Takeaways are actually busy in the period because everybody wants to, you know, have their takeaways. You can't be, you know, you can't be bothered to cook and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so that's working for him right now. Steve, Hoder, we do any, I mean, like I say, a lot of you might consider jumping on the multi-drop, jumping on the Amazon, jumping on the Flex, maybe jumping on the Hermes in January, February, just to guarantee a wage coming in to make sure that the money's going to be there on time and to like, um, to, you know, to know that, it's like an all-day job, so it's like um, it's a day rate. It's not the, it's, it's a lot of drops. It's not my favourite job, not my favourite paying job. But at the end of the day, money's money, and we all do what we've got to do to get through. Um, Van on a run again on the, on the January thing. Totally agree. He said it can be a bit demoralising waiting around uh, for so long between jobs. Though he said I've started looking for jobs a bit late, eight a.m. on Tuesday, and had nothing till one p.m. So yeah, same as us, mate. Same as us. Uh, so decided not to bother looking anymore. Tuesday and Thursday had to put a very long day. Wednesday did okay. It will get back to normal. I get to the stage and I start looking in the morning. I start. I get, I'll start looking at seven o'clock in the morning. If I get to one o'clock like I did on the Tuesday after New Year's Day, and nothing's been up, I go, right, I'll write it off now. Unless I can go out and get something to pick it up for the morning, because I know if I pick a job up at one o'clock, I'm going to end up away from home. You're guaranteed dead miles going back. And we work 365 days of the year, not 14. So if there's a dull period for the first fortnight or the first, you know, first few weeks in January, you just got to take it. Nothing you can do. Uh, Paul Slight says... He's been lucky. He said, I found the exchange pretty busy the first week back. Uh, mate, I'm just going to say good luck to you. I don't begrudge it to anybody. If you pulled it off, you're a magic man. Brilliant. And finally, Lee Westcott. He says, break out the Autoglen polish in the WD-40 season. Lee, I have absolutely no idea what that means. Please enlighten me. <laughs> I presume that means, I presume that um, WD-40, because all the locks freeze. Autoglim? What, polish the van? Washing the van's a bit of a stretch too far, to be honest with you. That happens once every two months. It really should happen more often, but I'm lazy. So, Waze or Google. Now, I've recently got the needle with Waze because, like I say, if something would come up and I'd like to have to change the channel on my radio from 6 Music over to 2 so I get Popmaster at 10.30 in the morning, or um, something pinged up and you just go, let's have a look at that. Oh, that's no good for me. I'll go back and wait to turn itself off. And then, oh, you don't realise it's turned itself off until you've gone past the junction you need, and then you've got to do a five-minute trip. Although I do remember one of the reasons why I dumped Google was it used to say, you've arrived at your destination in the middle of a dual carriageway. And I did find once this week, Google took me somewhere, I went, name, right? Went back to ways. There's nothing chopping you between, chopping and going between the two. I'm still, I'm still doing Google at the moment. I'm still going for it. That sounds bright, isn't it? Um... So don't make me mind up. But this is what you guys think. Steve SDC Services leads off again. He says, Tom Tom Professional. Recently got a new van with CarPlay. Run Waze alongside Tom Tom. Waze is good, but not a patch on Tom Tom. Plus, if your phone signal is no good, Waze goes off on one. A few people have said about this, like downloading maps. I've never come and stuck with that. Normally, because if I start it off... It sometimes says no signal, but it carries on going. And I am thinking about a TomTom 620. As James Canyon says, I use the 620. He said, I can put in the length, width, and height of the vehicle, as well as ADR, chemical options. Traffic arrival times are excellent. Speed cameras are spot on. Yes, it's expensive, but worth it in the long run. I've had mine two years and never let me down. And Bill says, apps don't work. TomTom is needed. The thing is, I've also heard a lot of people say, I bought a TomTom, done the money, first week, Took me down to width restrictions, one low height bridge. 
I, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. Well, I, I kind of figure, because at the moment I'm in seven and a half ton, and seven and a half tons, I get away with it most of the time. If I jump in the 18 ton, I think I'm going to bite a bullet. Unless anyone at TomTom Tom wants to give me one, and I'll give it a, a genuine test and let you know what I think of it. I doubt they will, because I'll genuinely let you know what I think of it. And if it ain't that clever, they're going to be happy, aren't they? Um, tall man, small van. Personally, for the free apps, I think you struggle to beat Waze. Uh, it does have its limitations, but does everything very well. I alternate between Google Maps and Waze. Uh, both have the same functionality. I find um, updates similar on both. Yeah, I, that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm, 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 I was running Waze 90% of the time and Google when Waze didn't work. Now I'm running Google 90% of the time and using Waze when Google don't work. I'll keep you updated. Longfinger said, I wish Waze would minimise that small app, and I'd use it every day. Something else has got me on this one. It's kind of handy in the fact that, like I say, if you're on the ways and then like a phone call comes in or something like that and it comes on the screen, um, Google goes to the little one. But mine only does it sometimes. And I can't work out why. Also, when it, it seems to turn my... Because um, it's got other things on it you can control. your Spotify from it. You can answer phone calls from it. But it doesn't connect to me hands-free easily and it turns my phone volume down to that from that. I don't know why. So anyone out there, wise guys, let me know what I'm doing wrong. It's got to be something in my settings, but I don't know what it is. Um, Dave Cozzy says, I use Google all the time. I've tried ways, can get on with it. Maybe you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I think it's whatever you like. I think Google is more complicated than Waze. I think Waze is actually more user-friendly. But at the same time, Google does a lot more stuff, maybe stuff you don't even really need. Having said that, when you get used to it, Kind of, it's kind of, it's like having the Nokia phone for the first time. It's got nine menus. I'll never get the hang of this. Within two weeks, I'm going. I've done all these nine menus. I'm bored. What else is new? Um, um, Android Lloyd says, "Can you download offline maps on Waze like Google does? Uh, does Waze work offline? Like, so I don't know. I've never really come unstuck with it. I wasn't even sure that you could download maps on Google. I've never bothered again because I've never needed to. Guys, those that know better." Let us know. We'll come back to this next week. And Domain Name Guy says, Google Maps all day long. He said, I stopped using Saturnus many years ago in favour of Google Maps. Uh, the phone still goes off on Google when it gets warm, which is interesting on a motorway in an area you don't know and you can't switch the phone back on while driving, etc. He said, uh, and traffic is virtually instant. It's, but Google Maps is the one for him. So, the jury's still out on that one. Let's wait and see what you guys have got to say. Now on the irreverent tea coffee video, which was inspired by my cousin Darren and Zig and Zag. <laughs> and I did actually do it at the end of Sunday's last Q&A, but bearing in mind Sunday's Q&A is often like, you know, long. I think a few people would have easily turned up. And I just wanted to have it there. It's more of a personal thing. I wanted to have the tea coffee um, video on my channel because I kind of liked it. So. so on the subject of making, why well, choose between tea and coffee when you can have tea coffee, tea bag and coffee? It tastes like normal coffee, but with anchovies in. It's not great. Um, we made that once me and my mate Ben and all the boys after watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles we made a hot fudge and anchovy pizza after um, uh, I think it was Michelangelo Michelangelo must have been Michelangelo Michelangelo he, he, he came out the pizza it was in turn revolting it's like it's actually worse than tea coffee it's horrible don't try it well try it and just find out it's revolting uh, so, Jason Burke, Uncle Jason, I haven't heard you for a long time. Hey, Uncle Jason, lover of the cats, they, they miss you. Um, 
said tea, coffee, the shandy of hot drinks. Yuck. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Dave JM says, I make it all the time, usually because I forgot to put a pot of tea and I forgot to put coffee in the mug. Yeah, that, okay, once again, that's what sinks are for. Uh, Steve at SDC Services, cough tea, what a waste of a tea bag, like putting ketchup on a cream bun. <laughs> it's wrong and you carry a five-year prison sentence. Is five years enough? They could be out in two and a half on probation. I mean, come on now. Let's, let's, think, let's think long and hard about this one, you know. So um, Jack Ash, he said, it's called cough tea, not tea coffee. Um, did I also just witness you putting boiling water in a mug before putting the milk in first? Put the milk in first of the coffee so you don't scald the coffee. The thing about putting the milk in first, when you're doing the tea bag, if you put the milk in first, then the little tiny bit of milk leaks into the tea bag. And then when you put the hot water in, it doesn't seem to go all the way through. I think you're supposed to put the milk in first when it's a china cup, because that way you don't crack the cup, because otherwise pouring hot water in the bone china cup can crack the cup. But then if you're using a, a china cup, you should be using tea from a teapot. My grandma used to do the one where you put the teapot with a tea strainer over the thing. Use like loose tea, and you then you'd be drinking tea like this. But she was my grandma. She could she could do no wrong. She would give me um, white bread with dripping and salt, which is basically feeding your young grandchild bleached bread covered in fat and salt. It's probably the most unhealthy food you could possibly have. It's brilliant. I loved it. She was great. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Godzilla's. Tea plus coffee, key or toffee? I think you'll find that both of those words have got other meanings. That's going to confuse people. It's as much like licking around the bowl of a tramp's unclean toilet. That's that's that actually put a thought in my head that I can't get out. It's not very pleasant, that. Thanks for that. Cheers, Godzilla. He says, oddly, the glass bottle thing. This was interesting, actually, because, you know, I said I hate the single-use plastic, and I do. I absolutely hate the single-use plastic. He said the glass bottle thing with milk is now considered ecologically unfriendly because on the old days you could just like sort of rinse the milk bottle out and get it again. Now they have to melt them down and redo them again. Well, that's the... I mean, why? Just run it through an industrial dishwasher or something. I don't know, but it's... Yeah, as he says at the end, he said, Well's gone mad, mate, tell me about it. And finally, Dale Steele says, Didn't know our beloved Yorkshire tea was enjoyed south of Sheffield. Uh, he said, Just tried it, mine went down a sink too. Dale, I'm pleased you're up there. Can you tell me where the Yorkshire tea plantations are? Because I've driven all over Yorkshire, I've driven all over the country, and I keep looking, and I can't find them. I mean, they've got to be up there because it's obviously Yorkshire tea, so it's obviously from Yorkshire. And you'd think that they, you know, the, the plants wouldn't survive in that cold. But I have actually been to a vineyard in Yorkshire, so clearly it does happen. Just have never actually got round to finding the Yorkshire tea plantation location. So if anyone actually knows where Yorkshire tea is actually sort of um, grown and picked, if you can let me know, and um, next time I'm up there, I might, you know, pop and have a look. Yorkshire tea. Still, it's good tea. Gotta say, it's very good tea. Uh, right, the wise guys. Now we're on to the people no much better than me, which is pretty much everybody. Uh, what we got? Godzilla says, Yes, oh yes, I did wonder. 
if you can actually hire a seven and a half ton. A few people have come up to me. So if you've got the operators and your, your truck is off the road, can you hire a seven and a half ton? Can you use one? So Godzilla says you hire a seven and a half ton. You need it to edit your own license. As say you're moving, moving house is not an issue as you have granddad rights, but moving other people's stuff commercially need to add it. Um, they suss this loophole out, otherwise everybody would just run rental seven and a half tonnes instead of 18 tonnes. Um, Steve Campbell says, I think when you're hiring a truck for hiring rewards, you can take in proof of your O license with available space on your license. You can run a hire truck on your license. Um, and Andrew Maru says, he says, when you use a new truck, you have 28 days to record it. This is true. It doesn't matter if you own it, lease it, spot hire it, just use it as a replacement for a broken down one. As long as your O license is the number of units you're using, that's fine. So let's say your O license is for three units and you want a fourth one. You can't use it until your O license, until you increase your O license. On the other hand, this is why I always had spare space on mine. Uh, if you have an add-on replacement or broken down and your O license Say you've got you're running two trucks and one breaks down. You can go and hire one because you've got a third space and you can use it. I think you are supposed to register it if you're the kind of saying you've got to register it within 28 days. But I presume that if you use it for a week and then yours is up and running, you hand it back. I presume that might be okay. Once again, you might have to get back to me on that one kind of thing. Um, Yorkshireman's Daily Grind. I hope that helps, mate. It does. Fantastic. Thank you. Yorkshireman's Daily Grind says, with a standard national, I used to... Uh, I used to have, I could run an extra lorry for 38 days without having to replace an operator's disc in the window. I think it's meant to be for when adding a new vehicle, which corresponds to what Alex Maru says. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm still not 100% sure, but I think what we're saying is if you're desperate, you can hire one. And then, you know, as long as you're not using it for more, I suppose what you do is you hire it. You've got space on your O license. You go on the thing. You go, you type it in. Here's a new number plate. I'm using this one. They send you through the disc. Disc comes through in about a week or so put it in the windscreen, and then when you stop using it, presumably you deregister it on your license. I guess that's how it works. But it does mean that theoretically I could run an extra, if I've got, if I've got a broken down 18 ton or a broken down 7.5 ton, I can hire one and go to work. So like I say, thanks very much for what we think is the clarification on that. I shall cross that bridge when I come to it, if I ever do. Oh, Godzilla also goes to say, as we said about a cantilever tail lift, and I thought that's the one that went like that, you know. No, cantilever tail lift's the one where basically the tail lift is the back of the truck, like that. Great big thing. Absolutely lovely when you're taking pallets off because it's like a dance floor on the back. You can go waltzing on it. But I always think, well, how does this go with bays? So... Godzilla says the tail lift replaces the back doors in effect. It's given up to nine foot. It's a dream to drag cages on and off. And he goes on about whether the sides are there or not sides. He said it requires um, tuck under bay most of the times. I'm not. I didn't quite understand this, mate. So, so if you've got a cantilever tail lift and you're backing onto an RDC, can you then put the tail lift down? Because you won't be able to get the back of the truck back to up to the RDC because there's a tail lift in the way. And it's not going to tuck underneath. So I really don't quite know how that works with RDC. So if you could give us... Sorry, you did kind of say, because it says XPO won't... It's about um, rails. XPO won't tip unless you've got rails. A little bit more. Sorry, mate. I, I'm, I'm going to put myself, throw myself on my sword here. I got a bit confused, which isn't the first time. But, yeah, if you could elucidate a bit more, that would be great. So I can't quite work out how you can get can, can cantilever towel if lorries work on base. That's what I'm asking. I await your response. I'm sure you will. You're a lovely fella. Thank you very much. Um, also, Nick the Urban Trucker. Happy New Year, mate. I haven't spoke to you for a little while. He says... Um, Oh, because we said, because Godzilla's had a problem, he couldn't, he says he couldn't tax a vehicle without 
the logbook. Well, apparently, this is, again, I just read out what people tell me. He said, you can tax the vehicle without a logbook or tax reminder. Just phone the vehicle tax number at the DVLA and explain why you don't have any paperwork the vehicle, and they can take payment over the phone. You have to pay in full. You can't use a direct debit this way or fill out a V62 form or, sorry, or fill out a V62 form, take it to the post office, and they will be able to tax this. This is what I've done in the past. So if you've still got that problem with trying to get your motor on the road, I hope that helps. Like I say, I just pass on what people tell me. And finally, Rock God 23 he says, oh, yeah, because now I said the well, you sometimes we're getting a problem in the fact that people would send us a job um, without phoning. And then you get two of these and you ring up one of them and go, I can't do this anymore. What you said you could. And it's like, whoa. Apparently, he says, um, being sent a job confirmation without a phone call, there is a checkbox you can tick indicating that all jobs need to be confirmed via telephone before being sent the confirmation via the app. This stops more than one job being confirmed through at the same time. So that, I don't know where it is, but guys, if you want to have a look for it, I don't really mind now. It doesn't It doesn't really cause us an issue now. In fact, a lot of the time, they just send a job through and I go, okay, fine, and just do it. But that is worth knowing, particularly in the van. That was that was a problem in the past. So, And just a quick one on how much experience you need to join the CX. Um, it's, this is from Alan. He said, I joined the CX in November the 21st. I've done 20 jobs myself. I have two loot and curtain sides with tail lift, and my plan is to get two drivers um, for myself and stay on the lap book and do the, the books and management. Alan, good luck, my friend. I spoke to a couple of people today. I, I spoke to a guy, um, Luke. Luke, if you're watching, good luck, my friend. We had a long conversation. He's a mechanic. He's, he said, I'm a mobile mechanic. He said, I worked out. I love the driving and hate the mechanic bit. So now he's bought himself a loot, and I wish him the best of luck. He's, he's got his head screwed on. I think he'd probably move in the right direction. And your man out there is doing the lorries out there. Good luck to you too. So, And on the subject of lorries, we are now on to trucks. James Randall says, Happy New Year. Thank you, James. Did have a good Christmas. Um, he said, could you do a small video dedicated on the 18 ton on a haulage exchange? What I should be charging mild, thinking that, you know, I'll do, there is one. I'll do you a link before, but I'll do something a little bit more specific if I feel I need one. So I'll do the link to the videos and how much should you charge on lorries. Um, and if it's not explicit enough, I'll do you one then as well, my friend. You'll see what we can do on that one. Uh, watch this space. If that's any good, the one that I've done, the link might be there. Or there, or there. It's definitely came up somewhere. Um, um, but if it's not good enough, alternatively, call me. I'll talk to you. I'm happy to talk to anybody. Um, Jack Ash says, uh, can you get booked in for days like block pay in a seven and a half ton of looting on the CX? Yeah, that's worth. That is actually a reasonable point. Hang on a second. I'm just going to get a pen. And I'm back. Uh, yeah, I've done that one before, I think. But again, it might be worth a refresh. Yeah, day rate, particularly this time of year, day rate's incredibly handy. Because at the moment, I'm getting a job in the morning and nothing coming back. But if you can get day rate, actually done for the day. You don't have to worry. It's kind of, particularly January and February. Writing that down. Jan and Feb. Exclamation mark for no reason. Um, do you know what I hate is when people use, like, three exclamation marks? One exclamation mark. That's it. Exclamation! You can't go, ah, 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 ah. it's just one. Ah. That's it. Um, same with question marks. It's frustrating. Um, 
Yeah, so we, we might come back to it. I might, I might do you one. We'll see how we go. I've got to, got to make some more. I've got to get running on that kind of thing. And Domain Name Guy on trucks. He says, automatic trucks are getting better from the 56 automatic death to the 58. Yeah, I think I'll go automatic this time. I think I'll give it a bash. We'll see how. When the time comes, I think we'll give it a go. And now on the times, it's time for, see the link I did there? Miscellaneous. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Guy Surfer Boy, he says, like the motto about plenty of work for those who work for nothing. Plenty of people in my line of work do that. They generally uh, last two years and their accountant tells them they've earned nothing the last 24 months and that they're broke and they pack it in. That's Dave the Chris motto, plenty of work those who work for nothing. And I've done a video on this before. I call it the conveyor belt of fools. Um, the thing is with a conveyor belt of falls is for everyone that falls off at one end, another one goes. So there's always going to be a background area of people that are running in our game that don't know what they're doing. I'm one of them. How I've survived so long, I don't know. But um, people that are quoting too cheap or doing it wrong, and you think, well, you're heading one way, son. You can't keep going like this. But as soon as they go down, another one starts. So there's always kind of a background noise of these things going on. I, I bless them. I wish them blessing. Like I want everybody to succeed. I think it's a shame, but there you go. Sean Gill Martin says, talking of audio books, this is quite good, this. He says, do any of you remember the tape library where they had in, 19, in the 90s petrol stations? You bought your first tape for a couple of quid with an audio like Blackadder or Sherlock Holmes. Then when you finish, you could swap them at reduced rate for another one in the library, usually a rack of tapes in another petrol station. Quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I always used to like records. You go down the store, go down to our price, go in, physically buy the thing, go home, looking at the album art, looking at the lyrics. Not supposed to read the lyrics, supposed to read, watch, listen to them first. It's kind of, you know, sleeve notes. I always liked Term Out and the Blue Boy Yellow because you, know, you kind of had the spaceship on the outside. You opened up the spaceship on the inside. And Queen, um, News of the World, was another good. That was a brilliant um, a brilliant album cover. That had like, the, the robot on the front with them all dead, and you opened up the inside. It did look like something out of War of the Worlds, a Jeff Wayne thing. My favourite album cover of all time is, I didn't really like the album, to be honest with you. I used to work on a record store, and I bought the album on the strength of the cover. And it was Van Halen's 1984. And basically, it's this 
this was this beautiful shiny cherub with a pack of fags. Some of fags looking over his shoulder as if God's watching. It was a, it was a fantastic piece of art. Google it. Van out. Van out. Um, Van Halen, nineteen eighty four. I like Jump. The rest of the album wasn't so bothered. Sorry, guys. Um, what else you got? Bills. He's, again, because he's coming back to the conveyor belt of foods that I was talking about before I went off on a tangent on records. Uh, cheaper price, Trump's feedback all day long. There are three things that will get you a job. Um, the, the, your, the price, the location, and how you handle yourself on a phone. Um, feedback is important, but I would say those three are more important. But I did a video on that somewhere. Might come up, who knows? Um, he also says uh, 15k for van, 3k insurance, 1600 pounds in fuels, 150 a litre. How can you make a living at a pound a mile? Um, if it's dead miles, it's 50p a mile. Well, if it's dead miles, then you can't. So you have to charge a pound a mile there and make sure you get something coming back. Otherwise, you have to get more. So if you're going to somewhere where you think you ain't going to get a job back from, you have to charge you more money because if you're going to the middle of Wales, there's no point running into Wales for a pound a mile because then you're on 50p. And you're right, now you can't. You break even, come out about falls again. You get to the end of the day, you make the mistake. You go, I'm not. What I do that for? But don't do it again. If you make it once, don't do it again. Um, and he also goes on to say, right, the CX is minimum wage if you're working for seventy p a mile and doing dead miles and running at a loss. Mate, there's there's plenty of things that can be wrong with it. There is plenty of things. Not everybody gets it right, but there's plenty of people that are doing it and that have got it right. So you do you. I'm not telling anybody what to do. All I do is discuss my personal experience and the experience of people who write into me that know much better than me. But I know it does work because I've been doing it for three years and I know plenty of other people that are doing it. They're doing okay. So it does work. It's just finding the right formula. All I do is, all, I do, all we do is share what we think is the right formula. But ultimately, you do you. Uh, Matrix Wizard 69 he said the big question would be especially here in the UK who pays for diesel again it's what he said if it's 150 a litre I find it hard to believe anybody can make um, a profit especially running on a big van you can do it because you're charging them at 150 a litre I don't know what I was working out I was doing about 25p probably more like 30 now I would say um, a mile in fuel so if you're charging 150 a mile you're making a gross after fuel of 120. But you've got to take into account tax, wear, tear and spares, um, dead miles, journey to pick up, journey home. It's not that straightforward, but it still can be done. And you can do short jobs. You could do four short jobs all day long and you could do them in a, maybe 40 quid a job, come in 160 quid. You probably only use like a quarter of a tank. You might have used like 20 pound. So it can be done. You know... There are ways and means of doing it. People are doing it. You have to find a way that works for you. Uh, Mike says, he said, I saw motorcycles as an option for loads on your videos on the CX. Are there many? He said, so I used, uh, he said, it can it be used for motorcycle couriers? If so, what's the average rate? Mike, no. Uh, you, normally, the motorcycle job is the one that would normally be advertised as a small van job, but... You can't really rock up in a motorcycle in case it does need a small van. In case, it, you know, you rock up and it's like um, one pallet, one euro pallet. And you're like, well, I ain't going to get that on the back of the bike, am I? You know, it, it weighs 250 kilos. Yeah, I ain't going to put that on the back of the bike. Thanks. It's not really a motorcycle thing. There are things it doesn't cover. There are things it covers very rarely, like ADR, HIAB, Moffat, all that. Bikes, again, vehicle transporters. They come up once in a blue moon. But it's really, I wouldn't, I, you know, I'll try and give it straight. I'm not, I don't just say to everybody, join the CX, it's brilliant. If you've got a bike, I wouldn't waste your time if I was honest with you, mate. No, sorry. 
I'm sure there might be something else out there. If anybody knows the best thing for bikes, if you could give us a note, and we'll put it in the wise, guys, and we'll get back to Shane next week. Much appreciated. Um, and Matrix with uh, 69 says... He said, I have to say, after using Hermes for a while, won't use them again. I'd rather jump in my car and deliver it myself than use a company that shouldn't even be in business. A lot of people are having a pop at Hermes. I think they're taking on more than they can chew. You know, my wife always says, if it's coming from Hermes, I'm having a nightmare. And it turns up two weeks later. One of the guys turned around before Christmas. And he said, the problem is they haven't got enough drivers. So all that's happening is they're sending them out with 300 parcels. They're coming home with 150 because they can't deliver them all. They get stuck in a cage at the back of the warehouse. They sit there for two weeks. So what will happen from our point of view, she then rings the candle company, the plant company, the wool company, or whoever hasn't delivered the stuff. They refund the stuff or send it out from another courier. And then two weeks later, it turns up again from Hermes. So what are you going to do? You know, you sort of stop using Hermes or get Hermes to pull their finger out and bring it up to speed. I don't know if that's how everybody else finds it. That's just my wife's opinion on Hermes. I, I don't do the multi-drop, so I'm not Mr. Multi-drop. Although there will be a multi-drop video coming out this week on people that once again know better than me. Um, and in conclusion... Hong Kong Fui says, we still get a pint of milk with foil top and glass delivered three times a week. Uh, where you're going wrong with the tea coffee is you forgot to add the tea, uh, the coffee and the tea bag and then put it, <laughs> then you add the cold water and microwave it. Yeah. Nick at Old London Creative said he actually saw a thing, in, like an American thing, how to make tea. And they actually put the, the thing in a microwave, put the cold water in and put it in a microwave. Guys. Come on now. <laughs> oh, please. Um, and I always do make me smile. Anyone watch that Ted Lasso? It's over on Apple. It's really, really good. It's about, um, it's, a, it's like an English football team. It's Richmond, Richmond United. And they hire in an American coach to, for, for reasons that become clear. And he is the nicest guy. And they say to him, what would you say to a cup of tea? He say, I'd take it back to Karen and say, you appear to have pulled me the wrong coffee, the wrong drink. <laughs> Where is my coffee? The tea just tastes like um, hot water in a brown paper bag. Got a point. I like tea. He hasn't got a point. Nonsense. American. Was he not? Um, and the final comment today goes to Jeremy Hawke, who says, Pete, the Welsh video got lots of views because the keyword Wales is in the title. It's not us viewing that we were in the pub because we didn't have to work this time of year. Well, with that in mind... There'll be a couple of videos coming up next week. Should you Wales join Wales, the Wales Courier Wales Exchange? Um, and what's the Wales best Wales price Wales that you should Wales quote in a Wales small van? That's not true. That's not true. I just made that one up. And for the, for the record, those of you that are still thinking about it, and that's nobody because you've got the Baltimore State Hospital, it's where Hannibal Lecter's kept. So it's from Silent Times. Oh, look, a newsreader. And there's the news. Good night from me. So that's it. It's only Q&A. Back onto it now. Um, yeah, I hope... At least if nothing else is getting brighter and the ice on the cars doesn't seem to be that thick at the moment. So, And we're out running. We'll see what happens. Like I say, doing a moment drop monthly. Anything you can do. I'm, I've, I've got the circuit channel over there if you want to have a look at that. Um, I'm just going to crack on. And I'm going to... Take care and take money. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 